This week's episode of North Forker Presents On is brought to you by no one. We don't have a sponsor. Oh. I'm kind of sad this week. No sponsor. So should we just plug ourselves instead? Listen, people, we need advertising support. We're, <laughs> all right. So we're just going to plug ourselves. We have North Forker TV coming out in a couple yes, weeks. Yes. North Forker TV. I am so excited for everybody to see it. Okay. Who can people expect? So North Forker TV, let me give you a brief rundown of that. It is taking our magazine concept, eat, drink, live, breathe, and putting it making it come to life in video format. It's a 21-minute first episode. Yep. Who do we feature on that? We feature some cool people. The chefs over at the Eight Hands Farm food truck, um, some notable bartenders in Greenport, Andy from Andy's, Noah from Noah's, and Evan from Bricks and Rye. And then someone uh, some people may not know, his name is Steven Scarnato, and he tends to people's home wineries. Okay, cool. So, you know, we also filmed three, we filmed one sunset at three different beaches. Yes. Which is a really cool segment. You could simultaneously watch the sunset and decide for yourself where's the best place to catch a sunset on North Fork. So that is North Forker TV pre- premiering Wednesday, October 17th, 6 a.m. on NorthForker.com. Be sure to check it out, everyone. Cue the music. And welcome to another episode of North Forker Presents On. Today we're talking outdoor spots. Once again, this is our third episode. I'm joined by my friend Kristen Massa. Hey, how's it going everybody? I'm Grant Parpan. Uh, and so we're talking, as I said, outdoor spots this week uh, across the North Fork. Some of our favorites. Yep. Um, you know, we uh, we talked a little bit about this already. We talked, you know, set a little bit of ground rules. We talked about how, like, for one, we're going to count vineyards as an outdoor spot. Yes, definitely. I love to sit outside at a vineyard. I include it as outdoor location. Yeah. Now, let me tell you, all you outdoorsmen, all you, you know, outdoor snobs who go, you know, scaling Everest or whatever, <laughs> this is probably not for you, you know. We're, no. We're talking more places to hang out in the outdoors. Yes, you know? yes. Don't expect this to be like, you know, uh, reading an issue of Men's Health or something. <laughs> <laughs> we have the rugged guys like scaling mountains and you know we're just talking about places to enjoy yourself the so everyday the person count. yeah 100 percent. this is north forker all right we're interested in that sort of thing not <laughs> you know we're not getting aggressive out there in the woods all right no way we're not challenging ourselves today nope nice and easy relaxing yeah so Kristen is perfect person to join me once again because Kristen, uh not only does she manage our Instagram account for NorthForker.com, which she does a great job of doing that. Thank you. Going out and taking pretty photos. Dottie loves them. Ah, Dottie. Shout out to Dottie. You make me feel very good about myself every day. Now, Dottie, I don't know who you are, but I love you, Dottie, because every photo we post on NorthForker, and for those of you who uh, go on our Instagram page, it's at North Forker, right? Or is it at... At the North Forker. Oh, at the North Forker. I guess North Forker must have been taken when we decided to make our Instagram yeah, handle. W- yeah, we might have to make an offer. An offer that person can't refuse. Right? Come yeah. on. Um, but uh, on our Instagram, we um, post... Uh, every photo we post, there's a woman named Dottie who says, beautiful. That is beautiful. She lo- She is the MVP. Yes. 
We love you, Daddy. Thanks for all the love and support. You feed our egos. So, um, you know, she enjoys all the photos you take at these outdoor spots. You also used to film our One Minute on the North Fork segments. Yeah, my claim to fame video series, One Minute on the North Fork, where I'd go to a different location each week, had to be outdoors, had to be scenic, and just film a minute-long video of the natural beauty there. Yeah. So what was your favorite spot that you ever filmed the One Minute at? I have a couple of favorites for my one minute. Um, a spot that I really loved to film at was uh, Founders Landing Park in Southholds. I think that's a cool spot because it's really not, you can't see it yeah. from the main road. So it's cool. You have to like know it's there to go find it. Definitely some of the best bay views of any park. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And then I love filming at South Jamesport Beach, which I know you like to go there with your family. Good spot. Well, and let me give you the reason for South Jamesport Beach, Ringo. Not to cut you off here. That's all right. Going, go. But I love that South Jamesport Beach is shallower than the other Bay Beaches, um, so it's a great place. Like I have a four-year-old and a two-year-old. They're wild. They want to run off. Uh-huh. They can play in there. Yes. You know, they're not exactly um, Olympic swimmers yet. So they're too young. Yeah, yeah. So they're, um, you know, it's a great spot for them to just kind of sit with their pail and make like sandcastles. <laughs> it is. It's nice. It's calm. It's it's a nice spot for families yeah, for sure. And, and, and you know it's beautiful like like any spot on the bay you kind of can't go wrong but james south jamesport beach is a great one so i will give the stamp of approval on that pick as well what are some other spots well we mentioned how wineries count so Mm -hmm. um a lot of the one minutes were filmed at different wineries because it's a ton out here one i didn't personally film but it is one of my favorite outdoor spots is bedell cellars i think it's just a gorgeous winery yeah so that was a beautiful one i also really enjoyed filming uh at pellegrini and uh, Martha Clara was a fun one to film at. I think those are all really beautiful um, outdoor spots. Great. And Bedell, I remember we had a story last year. It was um, a little blog post that we aggregated that vinepair.com picked Bedell Cellars in Kutchog as an American winery with breathtaking views. No way! It was one of only three on the East Coast and the only one on Long Island to make that list. How cool is that? That's awesome. Yeah. And uh, I agree with it. Not going to lie. Yeah. So that was um, that. That also is a great spot. I've been to weddings there. It's just, you know, it's really beautiful. Um, I would agree with that. I'd also probably throw in there uh, Old Field. Oh, yeah. I filmed there. I love it there. There's some cute little farm animals, too. Yeah. Uh, Cana Costa is the only oh, one yeah. on the sound. So you got to give that the plug in terms of like outdoor spots and views. So true. So true. I think a lot of people go there for that wonderful view of the sound. It's really neat and very unique. So what about uh, when you're out there shooting Instagram? Tell us a little bit. Um, let's take this in a slightly different direction. All right. Throw it uh, at me. When you're out there yeah. and you're photographing for Instagram and yes. you're looking for, you know, it's mostly outdoor spots that we do in North Forker. What are you looking for? You know, typically anything on a beach, anything with water does particularly well. Any boat scene, any sunrise over the beach, any sunset over the beach. In the November issue of North Forker, we have a little bit. This hasn't come out yet, but it's a photo essay. David Banthal, who shoots all the photography for uh, North Forker, the magazine, uh, did a little photo essay where he went out to, uh, we picked uh, the staff here, our five favorite drives and our five favorite hikes and kind of juxtaposed those next to each other. So it's like, you know, a hike at Mashamic on Shelter Island Ooh. and the drive around when you kind of get over by the Pridwin and Sunset Beach. And you're oh, that's so Road cool. And you're seeing the bay. So photos of those things together. So, you know, so for that, it kind of prepped me for this podcast with mm. our outdoor spots a little bit and got me really thinking about what some of the place, my favorite places, as well as I got to hear from other people and stuff like, oh, when I want to hike, this is where I go. 
Uh, one of those places was um, uh, Downs Farm Preserve in Kutchog. Oh, yeah. Yes, that place is cool. Got lost the first time I was there, but beautiful scenery. I'm not sure how you get lost there. I am uncoordinated and cannot find my way through trails. Not going to lie. So what, you uncoordinated? What, you tripped and fell? And, uh... <laughs> Directionally challenged is okay. probably a better way to word it. All right, great. So uh, you're lacking a sense of direction, in other words. Indeed. Okay. Uh, yeah, but that's a beautiful spot. You know, it takes you out to the creek uh, there and um, just uh, absolutely uh, beautiful. There's so much that's uh, that's great along the bay. Um, also, on the sound side, uh, we included in there Peconic Dunes County Park, oh, which yeah. is my number one spot to go for a hike. Nice. I like it. I'll give you a reason why. You got two trails there. Okay. The shorter one for the guys like me <laughs> I, you know i consider myself an indoorsman i'm not necessarily out there i'm uh you know the kind of guy who would rather sit on my couch than um you know climb mount kilimanjaro i mean that's but, fair also an extreme but but i do like to go out and get the, i'm not being a poser here you know i do like to go out and experience the outdoors as well and my wife it's like her favorite thing to do yeah um and you can take the kids and so there's the shorter route that will go but there's also a little bit of a longer route not that it's super challenging but it can <laughs> you know take you a little longer but when you get out there you end up you go past these dunes and you end up at it's almost like you're on your own little private island so cool um, on the long island sound there uh, just a beautiful spot in Peconic. Um, I love that. Um, if I had to pick a favorite outdoor spot, I have a, like a few kind of come to mind. I'm going to ask you. All right. If you had to pick a favorite. Now, we talked a little bit about hiking. Yep. We mentioned beaches. We mentioned vineyards. Um, but there's so many places here that we're not even going to be able to touch in this podcast. But I definitely want to hear from you what your number one favorite spot to kind of hang outdoors is. So my number one outdoor spot has nothing to do with hiking or beaches. It's actually Mitchell Park in Greenport. I like that pick. I it's like a good that. one, right? Yeah. I mean, I think um, you're right. It's not like you're it's a park, but it's not your traditional park. Yeah. No, no hiking trails there. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing that's. Uh, that's great about it is, you know, I said, like, spot to kind of just hang out at. And you can really kill some time there. That is the ideal spot to hang out, especially if you're just going to Greenport for the day. You want to take a break from shopping, a break from eating. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so much to uh, – you'd think there's not a lot to do there, but there is actually a great deal to do there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, obviously when I go, I bring my kids, put them on the carousel. Oh, yeah. Um, we'll go – there's that little, like, grassy area between the carousel and the harbor where people could sit on the steps there. I love watching people just sit there with their dogs and their families. Yeah, to me, it's amazing that this doesn't end up in the police blotter or the Suffolk Times every <laughs> week, like kids falling into the water Oh, there. no. Like, oh how does that gosh. not happen? I don't think that's ever happened, and my apologies if it has happened and I'm missing it. But uh, People uh, are watching their kids, that's um, why. Yeah, but I'm, like, so paranoid that my kids, because my kids, like, they run, and they just run straight yeah, they're for the water. Yeah, they're going for it. But, no, it is a good place to kind of hang out and relax. You have the community band come through on Friday nights. So much fun. Yep. You know what I'll tell you is the best time to go to Mitchell Park? Tell me. The winter. Because of the ice skating rink. Because of the ice skating rink. That is such a cool thing that they do. Yeah, you go over to Aldo's and get a cup of coffee or hot chocolate or something. You spill over there. They have, because they have the hockey, I think, they have the bleachers set up there. So you kind of just sit there and watch the ice skaters. I'm not an ice skater. Are you an ice skater? Well, I did used to take ice skating lessons when I was a kid. Not going to lie. I'm not good now, but I mean, uh, I I can stay up. But like figure skating, like were you doing like triple axles? (laughs) Like at one point, did you like 
think about like clubbing your opponent's it, knees or something <laughs> to get in the Olympics? Never. I, I didn't even get that far. I, I was a quitter as a child, so I did quit at a young age. But I mean, I learned how to do it so I didn't look foolish on the ice. All so right. that's a good skill. Yeah, I'm not much of an ice skater, but I enjoy watching it. There's something about it. when It's you, nice. You, know, you just kind of sit out there and you watch people having so much fun. Yeah, um, it's cute. I like watching the little kids. Not that they're struggling, but obviously they're not as coordinated. But it's just like cute to see them do it, you know? Yeah, I, so I love that. That to me is like I could just sit there. I mean, it gets a little cold, don't get me wrong. Freezing. But, but I, I think uh, that's one thing that sets Mitchell Park apart from some of the other parks is like, a lot of them, you know, unless you're into like cross country skiing or something, you're not <laughs> no. necessarily going to be there in the winter. Right. Uh, so I think that definitely um, is something that makes Metro Park. I'm going to give you my favorite. What do you got? Although you're kind of tempting me to maybe agree with Metro Park. So maybe not necessarily my favorite, but the one I was prepared to throw out there is Orient Beach State Park. Oh, well, that's another real top candidate. You drive in, right? And you got um, to your left, you got the views of. You know, you see the ferries passing yeah, by. Yeah, it's such a great view. And you could see the 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 bay there, and um, there's like the signs. Like I, think, I want to say there's like a turtle crossing <laughs> sign there. It's yeah. Like, like let me tell you something. If you're at a point in your life where you're somewhere where they're warning you that turtles could be crossing <laughs> your road, like you're making good decisions in your life. I've you're, never seen one though. I'd love to see a turtle cross the road. Yeah, um, I mean they move slow, so it might really derail you for a while. It, it probably kind of would. And let it, you know, really pass. You got to be careful. Make there, sure you have car snacks. I know. I, you know, but I just love that. Like when I see some. I love when I see a unique road sign that's warning me that, like, nature is coming up. <laughs> you know, again, Beware it's like, of I made a nature. good decision this morning to get in my car and go to an amazing place that's peaceful and relaxing right. when I see that. And then, you know, you get up, and then there's the beach. And uh, definitely not necessarily my spot to go for a beach if I'm going swimming or spending oh, really? a day at the beach with my family. But, you know, they have it there. And the But, you know, it's an option. And then the playground there is great for the kids. Oh, yeah. That's a big one. It's it's sprawling. It just goes on and on. There's like three or four different playgrounds Yeah, it's cool. If I was a kid, I'd be all over that. Yeah, you're still a kid. I'm a giant child. a a giant energy. (laughs) A giant child energy. You'll catch Uh, me on the swings. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, And then there's the, you know, they have like kayak rentals and things there. Oh, yeah. Do you you kayak? Nah, do I look like a kayaking kind of guy? No, you look like you'd watch your wife Vera kayak while you like read a book or something. Yeah, I mean, I think I look more like the kind of guy who would tip the kayak over. If you oh, tried to get no, in, I know? wasn't going that way. <laughs> <laughs> Again, indoorsman, you know, I mean, that's we'll leave that for the guys with the beards and the perfect lumberjacks that are out there, uh, you know, <laughs> rowing or, you know, or the, or the sportier types. Fair uh, enough. You know, I'm, uh, but I, I, I enjoy the the view of just oh, seeing. Oh, yeah. I mean, I love, you know, like I'm not a boater. I love any opportunity I get to get on a boat. Um, also, but even just to stand there somewhere on the North Fork outside at a beach on a dock, seeing the boats go passing by. Um, you know, another place that uh, that I was thinking about earlier, and, we, you know, we were talking a little bit about earlier, and it didn't come up, but I was thinking about it, is how in our conversation earlier when we were talking about outdoor spots, did we not discuss the new Suffolk waterfront? Oh, well, that's one of my favorites. And I just really, really, I just forgot that it was one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, You know, and I love to, like, I've, I can't tell you how many times I've, like, pulled over as you get, like, to, like, Comodra Point there. When you go, you drive over, it's that first spot when you're on your way down to New Suffolk. I know, exactly. And you see water on both sides. Yes. You see, like, the little creek there. 
and to your left and to your right you see it open up into the bay oh it's it's a great yeah i remember when i first took my father actually out here we went to eat at legends Mm -hmm. and he was like so amazed by just the drive to get to legends it was so cool yeah like that you have that little like kind of 10 minute drive or or longer take it slow people we're not encouraging speeding up you know these roads but um when you get down there and uh you know it's like I and mean, that's truly an escape down in New Suffolk. It is. I always say I wish I could live in New Suffolk and then I could, you know, live right on the New Suffolk beach. You know how there's like some houses there. It's so nice. Yeah, I, I love there. Um, let me ask you this. Sound or Bay for you? We'll do another podcast on beaches specifically. Okay. And I think there we're going to bring in the real, the more hardcore locals to really talk to about. really. Like, <laughs> but, but I think we got to be careful on that because whenever you like write or talk about beaches on North Park, people are like, Thanks a lot. You gave away my secret oh, spot. People you get know, so mad at me with, with the one minute. So I think we'll would keep be... it. We'll make some kind of ground rules. We'll keep it to like public beaches. Fair. Um, Fair. Even then, I know you still have to get like stickers and whatnot. You know, you can't just uh, show up there. But um, you know, we'll do a separate one on beaches. But I do want to ask you, Sander Bay. You know, it's funny because I think most of the beaches I just named are bay beaches, but I, for some reason now sound is sticking out to me. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, for me. I think, like, if I were living, I would rather live on the bay than live on the sound. Yes. Because it's a little, mm-hmm. you know, more Calmer. gentle, calm. Yes. You know, if you're a boater, it's a little uh, easier to, to to live on the bay, I think. Um, on the sound, um, I do kind of tend to lean sound for, like, nostalgic reasons. Like, I remember doing, like, swimming lessons in the sound oh, and Wading River and stuff growing cool. up. So, you know, I was always, but, you know, you got the rockier beaches on the sound. That's yeah, a little that's, bit of a turn that's off. that's something I'm not too fond of, but... I don't know. Anytime I think of like any place where I've took a killer sunset shot, it's usually a sound beach. Mm. I don't know if that makes a difference, but I mean. Yeah, it, well, the sound is definitely for me. I mean, look, you see, you get the colors on the bay. Yeah. But the sound is where you actually see the sun dip into the water. It's nice. That's why that's my, my mind went there when you said, which do I prefer? But yeah. I really don't like my feet hurting after I'm walking on 67 Steps Beach for a long time. Yeah. You know, speaking of 67 Steps Beach, I teased there in North, on our North Fork of TV episode coming out in a couple of weeks. We did a, uh, it was me, you, and Kaylin uh, on our staff. We went out we all filmed the same sunset. We went to three different beaches. Yep, it was not, so cool. Not necessarily our favorite beaches, but places that we know people talk to about uh you know, um, as great spots for sunsets. You went to 67 Steps Beach. I did. I was on the western end and went to Wading River Beach. And Kaylin went to South Hold and went to Canny's Beach. And we filmed the same sun, same sunset. At uh, So you can watch it simultaneously, the sun going. Which of those spots do you think turned out the best? I mean, I don't want to give my... Not because I filmed it, but uh, okay. I thought the... Here we go. No, no, no. It's not because I filmed at 67 oh, the, Steps. The master, but <laughs> the master here. You know, you're like the uh, Stanley Kubrick of filming sunsets or something. <laughs> well, I do it often. But no, everyone's sunset looked beautiful. It was the same sunset. But you have to admit the colors that showed up at 67 Beach nah, was, it was, it was, steps, really, was really, really cool. Beautiful. Uh, yeah, I like that. I also like... Uh, yeah, I didn't include it because it was... Uh, you know, it's a private uh, beach, but um, also I really like Hulse Landing and Wading River, and they have the big rock there. And, you know, oh, that always, yeah. Whenever I go there for sunset and I post that. So that, that's a great People outdoor like spot. Um, what are some other outdoor spots that you would recommend? You got any hidden gems for anybody? or Hidden gems. I gave away, like, 
Um, not that those were so hidden. You know, a spot that I really like, I filmed the one minute there once. It was like the Arshamomic Pond Preserve in okay. Greenport. I think it's also called the like Paul Stoutenberg Pond Preserve, perhaps. Yeah. And Paul uh, Stoutenberg, the longtime environmentalist, and wrote a nature column for us. And uh, one of my favorite stories I ever wrote was uh, a tribute to him after he passed away, his, uh, his obit. We actually, he's one of the rare people that we put his obit on the front page because. Uh, the difference that that man made for people on the North Fork for preserving the scenic vistas. And it's it's appropriate that his name gets dropped in outdoor spots for sure. Oh, well, there you go. Perfect then. So, yeah, that, that park is... I, that preserve is very cool. And there's like this really cool spot where it's almost like a treehouse in the middle of it. And you can climb up and you get a great view. I'm going to think it's not a treehouse. A treehouse? A treehouse, you know. Well, in someone's backyard it's with a, a seven-year-old? Structure in a tree. Treehouse. I'm going to say it's probably for bird watching and not necessarily a treehouse. All right. You say tomato. I say tomato. Doesn't make a difference. Either way, it's a really cool spot to check out. All right. Okay. That's a good recommend. Yeah. I like that one. Uh, you know, we're North Forker. We also cover a little bit of Shelter Island. Um, I think I would definitely have to mention Mashamic. I mean, that's the oh, yeah. mother of all hikes out here. And if you're coming out here and you're a hiker, I would definitely definitely recommend the ferry ride over to Shelter Island. Uh, this time of year is great. I mean, this is we're doing this at the perfect time of year. Uh, in the next couple of weeks, you'll see the leaves turning color and falling off the trees. Yeah, I almost want to make the argument that it's better to go to a lot of these places in the fall. Yeah, well, also the tick situation that is too. better. And, you know, when it's too hot and humid. Yeah, no one wants to you know, sweat so much. Yeah, you don't want to be. A, again, this is not for the uh, right. <laughs> the uh, athletic CrossFit lumberjacks. You this know? is the everyday person who just likes to get outside yeah, every once in a while. This is for someone who, like, you know, they actually want to eat food. And, you know, drink a little wine. Yeah, exactly. And go out and do something leisurely outside. <laughs> Leisure, that's a good word. Yeah, you know, we're not trying, we don't have anything to prove. No. Yeah. We're just trying to have a good time. All right. Well, speaking of uh, people who have a good time, I wanted to bring in V. Ah, I talk a lot about V on these podcasts. He's mm -hmm. a good guy to ask a lot of questions to. Yeah, you know, V is, I don't know why we have to call him V. But well, I'm going to ask him about that. His name is Michael Versandi, but his nickname is V. Yeah, he but there was like a company memo saying that we had to call him <laughs> V when he first came on board. I was I like, think you does refused. this guy have some kind of... Yeah, no, I have refused. I put Michael Versandi on everything. We just did... Uh, <laughs> uh, we covered the white bread race together. I wasn't writing that it was by V. Who is he? Madonna or Prince or something? What, I think gonna he's trying. Are we going to have to call him by symbol next? I think he's trying. All right, we're going to bring in him. He does a lot of our... He's our Instagram star as much as you are great on Instagram and he's you manage a little, it. He one-ups me sometimes. He's the guy who he brings us into the thousand likes quite often. Yep. Um, he does our aerial photography but he's also you know the kind of guy who he goes out he's a, he's a zen-like dude. Oh yeah. And he goes totally. out to the outdoor spots and he's um, you know filming he does uh, a lot of drone coverage for us you know over the rivers checking sunrises sunsets uh, you know Let's talk to him about it because he's, uh, I think he has a unique perspective on the outdoors. Michael Versandi. All right, everybody. We are now joined by Michael Versandi, V, the V man. That's it. That's it. All right. Explain quickly for everybody. Why do we have to call you V? Why was it that Andrew said, our publisher said when you started here, uh, no, don't call him Mike or Michael. He's V. Call him V. <laughs> Why do I have to call you V? All right. Real quick. Um, 
first of all, it's just a nickname that I've had for years. It just it it stuck and it hasn't let go since. Basically, what happened was years ago, I had a company with three other. It was two other mics, so there were it was three of us in total. And our last, the initials of our last names rhymed, so it was Mike V, Mike D, and Mike Z. When clients would call, they would ask to speak to Mike, and then the wrong Mike would always get on the phone or would always, whatever it was. So we just took to calling each other V, D, and Z, and um, it's been that way ever since. So now, even now, when I talk to them, it's always Z and D. All right. Well, let me tell you something. Those guys didn't come work here with you. You're, you know, there's no other Mikes or Michaels here, as improbable as that may seem. I think that, we that should is, be able to call you Michael if you, we want. You can call me anything you want. I'm, I'm going to call you G. All right. You can call me G. G. People do call me that right. sometimes. G, P. Big G, GP I get a lot. Yeah, yeah. You know. all right. Um, so, all right. So, V. Yeah. We G. have you in here. We called you in here because you are, you strike me as a bit of an outdoorsman. Yes. You're, um, you like to get out there. I do. You are, for, my first question for you really is you every day. Now, people don't necessarily know this, but on our Facebook page, uh, uh, on Facebook, we have a company page, a private page where we share things going on internally within the company. And um, you know, like the last few days, you've been posting drone videos at like the crack of dawn, like where you're out there flying a drone. Like, why are you up and out so early? I okay. I don't. First and foremost, I don't sleep. I I just do not sleep. I on average, if if I get three hours a night, that's that's solid. That's solid sleeping for me, and it's never three so hours in a do, row. You do have a home that you live in. Yes. You're not home because I was getting worried about you. Like at one point, I talked internally some people like should we start a collection should we see like you, make contacts at maureen's haven forum or something like i don't you, know what why is he out like on the riverfront at six in the morning you can do like a gofundme if you'd like to raise some money <laughs> I'm, I'm i have no problem with that i have no shame no i clearly i have no shame uh yes. no i do have a home i just i don't sleep i love to work um i feel like i always have to be doing something but how many days a week would you say you're out there when the sun rises and you're physically outdoors every morning Every every morning, with the very rare exception where I just just don't feel like getting up. I mean, I should be up and going to the gym like a normal person, doing something. But um, yeah, I don't think that's normal. Right? Yeah, uh, I, those people yeah. annoy me too. Um, no, I'm just every morning. I'm out for the sunrise, no matter what the weather is, no matter uh, you know how cold. Uh, I'm just up, and I would much rather be out catching the sunrise or doing something like that than just laying in bed. Give me a sunset. Let's start with sunset. Give oh. me a spot. Where should people go if they want to photograph the perfect sunset? For me, the perfect sunset on the North Fork is between Halyard and the Soundview Inn. That space where you can catch not just the sunset, because it's not about, for me, it's not just about catching the sunset. It's about watching it, um, catching the actual sunset, but what it reflects off of and what those color combinations are and something that would be like in the foreground to give it some sort of perspective. So for me, that spot in between the Halyard and Soundview where you can catch the end of the restaurant that juts out kind of over the water at an angle facing east, uh, like a northeast is, I mean facing west, excuse me, facing northwest is just amazing. For me, that's it. I could watch that sunset every single day of the week and never, never get bored. Is it a myth or are just the sunsets just kind of 
better out here. I don't know. No, they, it's, it is absolutely not a myth. And I'm not saying that because I live and work out here and because yeah. I l- love this area. Because it's in your best interest to collect the paycheck. Exactly, exactly. Um, there are about, I would say, that I can think of off the top of my head, about five places where I could name uh, the best sunsets. And top two, in the top two, it's the North Fork. Without, I mean, and I can say that with all honesty, no so hyperbole. What's, what's the other spot then? There's a very small little coastal town just outside of St. Petersburg, Florida, called Paso Grill. Mm. Um, it's uh, south of Clearwater. And um, sunsets there are spectacular, but they're somewhat, because of the weather in Florida, it creates somewhat of a haze that you don't get out here. Um, and the funny thing is the colder the weather gets here, the crisper the weather gets, the clearer the air gets, and the clearer the sunsets get. And they also give off a completely different color. I mean, it's not, um, you know, in the fall, in autumn and fall, like, you'll get these great oranges, these amazing, like, burnt oranges and yellow ochres and uh, just these deep yellow reds, this combination that doesn't exist anywhere else. Florida, a little bit different, more orangey, more... uh, like those brighter colors here, it's it's richer, it's more saturated, and when you and in, you you can watch the same sunset from different points, and you'll pick up different colors be, just because of what it's reflecting off of or, or what's around it. Um, and for me, that's that's really the the beauty of it. It's it's what's there, not just the sunset, but the sunset alone is fantastic. Chrissy and I talked about vineyards as outdoor spots. Would you agree with that? Do you count a vineyard as, an, you know, I know obviously you have tasting rooms and you could be inside, but, you know, we think of vineyards and wineries as being outdoor hangout spots. Not only are they outdoor spots, but each of them have their own uh, unique personality to them. So, yeah, absolutely. What's a favorite for you? Uh, Cory Creek. First and foremost, I love the back deck of Cory Creek. One of my favorite spots ever. Um, aside from that, I love Oldfield because it's completely unique. There's no other wineries like it. And uh, One Woman also. just I was just there on Sunday. Mm-hmm. L- I love One Woman. Mm-hmm. Um, now, so you're an early riser, so mm-hmm. you do a lot of sunrises. Um, is that, for you, is that sort of like a, you know, kind of therapeutic, like just getting out and enjoying it, or is it, you know, more that you're out there because of the beauty of it and or probably a combination, I'd imagine, right? But oh, no, it's it's absolutely a combination of it. Um, there is a there is a, a therapeutic aspect of it. Um, being able to capture it for myself is cathartic. Um, being able to share it with other people and have them say, wow, that's amazing uh, is is incredible because I'm not I don't do this for work. I mean, I do this because I'm out there, and what I do is I share it with work. Like, no, I didn't, you know, nobody asked me to take that drone footage of Indian Island, and no, I don't get paid extra for it. I do it because I really, truly enjoy doing it, and I think that's what comes out in a lot of the photos. I think because they're not staged and because I'm capturing, and I could be completely wrong, but the reason I do it is because, you know, I can drive up up and down these roads a thousand times, and I can see the same thing over and over again. But on one particular day, for whatever reason, the air is just right or I just caught it at the right moment, I'll, I'll see a detail, small enough or a texture or color or something that I did not notice the day before or the week before, and that'll stop me. Then I'll pull over and I'll try to capture it. And I'm not, I'm not always successful. There, I have 
thousands of outtakes that don't look like anything. But at the time, I thought, okay, this something here resonates with me. Um, not always, but when when it happens and I can capture something, it's for me anyway. It's amazing. And then when somebody sees it, and they, you know, they say, "Oh my, I I gotta have a print of that. Do you sell that? Can I buy a copy of that?" That's ama- uh, to me. That's incredible. Because again, I'm not doing it for money. I'm not doing it because I want people to say, oh, I love your photos. I'm doing it because I love being out here. I truly, it's a passion of mine. All right, that was the great Michael Versandi V, everybody. You're calling him V now. I'm going to call him V, yeah. Did he earn your respect? Uh, he always had my respect, but, um, you know, I, uh, I like that guy. I like him too. He speaks very poetically. He makes me feel a little inferior, not going to lie. Yeah, he's a good piece of Talker, he's schmoozing. Schmoozing, I like it. Like it. All right, so uh, thank you everybody for listening. North Forker presents on outdoor spots. We got some other ones coming up next week. Uh, we're gonna have, uh, I believe it's gonna be unless something else inspires us between now and then. But we're gonna have our North Forker presents on tacos, uh, and that one, you know, we're extending it beyond to you know um, different, you know, Mexican food and other uh, Latin cuisine. It's not just tacos, but it just was a a lot of fun stuff uh, coming up with that and uh you know we definitely love to hear from people on some of your ideas i definitely want to put that out there please email editor at northforker.com um, and let us know uh, topics that you want to talk about we'd also love to have people from in the community so maybe you want to throw out a, a topic that you're an expert on and then you come in and rap with us it's editor at northforker.com uh, please click uh, find us on iTunes and click the subscribe. Uh, this week, our, for our second episode, I got the alert when it went up, and that felt so good to see that our second episode was live. So exciting. It seems yeah. so real when the alert comes up. Yeah, and the f- feedback has been great, so thank you, everybody. Um, and uh, we don't have to plug a sponsor on the way out here. Watch North Forker TV on October 17th. If you're interested in sponsoring our podcast, we've had a lot of listeners so far. Um, great opportunity for you. Uh, hit up our sales and marketing director, Sonia Durr at S-Durr, S-E-E-R-R at timesreview.com if you're interested in being a sponsor. Thank you for listening, everyone. Uh, Chrissy, why don't you sign us off? All right. Thanks for the support. Thanks for listening this week, and we'll be back next week. 